Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Get it. The Bird Show. Right before the commercial break, I asked if there was anybody who had kicked somebody out of the delivery room or actually put a ban on them, and I think we're all about to learn something. Bird Show, Martha, thanks for joining us. So you actually pulled the card. You pulled the get the hell out of my hospital room card. Technically, we weren't married at the time, so we were only dating. Uh-huh. Um, and we weren't even on speaking terms. And I put him on the list of someone that wasn't even allowed on property. <gasps> he wasn't even allowed on property. Girl, yeah, so what happened? Before, before the baby was born, um, and I did it as a precaution to make sure that he wasn't even allowed there. And what what was the reason behind that? There was legal things and stuff that had happened with the police prior to the actual birth. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that there was nothing that was going to happen the day of. And I had heard about this through a, a friend of mine. Um, and so we made sure that as soon as I was checked in, this was one of the first things that happened. So this was purely just for safety precautions. Exactly, exactly. But I do know that when you put them on that list, now I don't know if it counts if you're married, but if you do put them on that list, it does not give them access to the baby either. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Was, and and, and he, was he any the wiser? Like, I mean, did he show up and then they, did they have to say, I'm sorry, you're not admitted? I mean, thank God, no. We okay. didn't even have to go down that route. Okay. We didn't even attempt to show up, but I just made sure just in case. Gotcha. And how's everything now? Uh, we don't speak. Gotcha. So I'm still okay with that, um, but I just didn't even want to have to think about that. Like y'all said, going through the mm-hmm. the birthing process and everything that was happening, it was not something that I even wanted to have to worry about. There were so many more important things. For sure. All right. Well, we're so glad. Uh, congratulations on the baby. Thank you. I'm not sure how long ago it was. They could be 18 now, but whatever. Congratulations <laughs> on the baby. Yeah, he's, he's definitely 12. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm, I'm glad you had um, a, a, a smooth birth from at least that aspect because you deserve that. Well, thank you. All right. Thanks, Martha. All right, we're going to have, uh, we're going to get Dr. Brooke Fought on here. She's a sex medicine provider in Nashville because one of our Burt Show listeners hit us up with an email and she says that her husband's just pulling the same basic moves in the bedroom and she'd really like to kick it up a notch. But how do you have that conversation with your partner without making them feel some sort of way? I'm going to give the kid warning because we're going to have some discussion of adult intimacy and piano playing ahead. Uh That's why we have a a sex medicine provider Mm -hmm. on with us. (laughs) Just in case you missed that memo. Uh Hey, Bird Show, I need a safe space for this as I can't really discuss it with anyone I know. So my husband and I have been together for 10 years and he's amazing. There are some problems, just like any marriage, but we've always gotten through them. We recently had some family drama outside our home and how we've moved forward from it has really kind of changed the dynamic of our relationship. I think we both resent each other over the whole thing, to be honest. We've been through dry spells before when it comes to intimacy, but damn, 
the last like four to six months have been the worst. He never initiates. And if he does, it's the same old move of him waiting for me to roll over to go to bed. And then he starts grabbing my booty. (laughs) (laughs) I pretended I'm asleep because that does nothing for me after 10 years. I've made some suggestions of things we could try or things he could do that would get me in the mood. And he just continues to stick with the very routine experience. So she needs something unique to get everything Kicked off. Gotta get the juices flowing somehow. Mm -hmm. Last night, I finally just had a good cry after. I love him so much. We are great parents and great friends, and I don't want anyone else, but I need passion and chemistry. There are days we barely even talk to each other. I'm so scared our marriage is starting to fail. Mm. I have no one to talk to about it. And while I would never, ever cheat on him or hurt him intentionally, I'm catching myself wanting to talk to other people or get some sort of flirty energy and feel sexy. I just don't know what to do or what to think or what else to try other than marriage counseling, which is in the works. If anyone has been through this, I would love advice. I was a very, all caps, sexual person before him and I got together. I'm bisexual and I always told him I'd love an experience with both, but he's not into sharing. We've talked about an open marriage and again, he's not a sharer. And to be honest, I don't think I'd like it either. I feel I have no choice other than just to settle for what we have sexually. And I know it can be great. It's just been so long since it has been. Ugh, help, Charlie. All right, so let's get Dr. Brooke Fott on, a sex medicine provider in Nashville. Hey, Dr. Fott, how are you? Good morning. I'm good. How about you all? We're doing great. Is there anything you can do to help our listener, Charlie, out with communicating with her partner about what she needs in the bedroom? Yeah, for sure. This is such a common thing that I hear in my office, and, yeah. and it feels very isolating, you know, because it's, it's a, quote, embarrassing, or there's a topic, there's a stigma associated with sexual matters. Everybody believes that everybody's having great sex all the time, which is a big fat lie. (laughs) Um, But the fact that I I commend her on saying that she tried to kind of show him what turns her on, that that's fantastic. I always say try to lead by example. She could maybe try to step it up a bit and maybe send some flirty pictures or videos if she feels comfortable with that, Um, bring some devices or toys into the bedroom and use them alone so that he can see that she still has that sexual appetite and um, this is still important to her. Uh, You know, just anything to kind of not just gently explain, but kind of physically show and, and uh, you know, there's one patient that, uh, that I suggested, I said, what about even giving a gift of the Kama Sutra, you know, and then saying, Hey, let's play and maybe try some of these positions. And that worked really nicely to kind of excite both partners and give them some ideas of ways to kind of change up and spice up some um, some activities in the bedroom. Gotcha. So instead of like forcing an awkward conversation, you're saying instead of words, let's try to use actions. As, so as far as no, what... I, yeah, and I'm so sorry to cut you off. No. Communication is 100% key. And the reason that I'm suggesting that the kind of physical type mm-hmm. or tangible type of uh, actions is it sounds like she's entered into marriage counseling or about to, which 100%, that's the foundation. Gotcha. Then there's sex therapy. However, I always recommend general marriage counseling. It sounds like there's a few issues they still need to work through, but sex therapy is a different type of therapy that focuses specifically on sexual matters. Mm-hmm. You can definitely address sexual health concerns and, and sexual concerns in general through marriage counseling, but there are certified sex therapists all over the U.S. 
So I definitely encourage that as well once they get to a place where they feel like that's an appropriate thing. However, if she wants to work on things at home on her own, that's what I would suggest is, you know, stepping it up a, a, a notch and trying to get creative, but definitely open communication, maybe even just being a bit more direct, too, with her verbal communication. Gotcha. No, and I think what's important to point out is at the very beginning of this conversation, you you were like, Charlie's definitely not alone. Like, this is something that you have had numerous conversations about um, with fellow patients, and not everybody out there is just getting it and getting it good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, that I, is correct. Otherwise, I would not be in business. I was about to say, yeah, I probably would put you out of business. Is it? Is there any way with the male ego that you actually can get a man to try to commit to being better in bed without him actually taking it as a slight of who he is? That's a very good question. You know, um, and this is a, a very general blanket statement, but I always joke that Um, When it comes to sex, in many cases in a heterosexual relationship, men can be kind of blind to sexual cues um, other than just very, very direct, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so sometimes trying to tiptoe around the situation can be completely lost in translation. So direct but sensitive communication is really key. And I think focusing on, like she said, it used to be so great and she used to be very sexual. Um, They had that. They have it still. It's just, you know, something's gotten twisted or changed or morphed and so we just have to find that again gotcha thank you so much dr brooke fought for joining us we really appreciate it absolutely have a good day thank you that's why we have a sex expert because you don't want to hear that stuff from us nope, nope. <laughs> don't ask me <laughs> get it the bird show